It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? How y'all doing in the cafe? Are you ready for some hot and steamy conversation this morning? What you drinking on? What you sipping on? Carmel Macchiato? That's my favorite beverage right there. That's how I get my day started. Hot and steamy. My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This, this is Stephen, and I just wanted to share. You should always be in a place where you're celebrated. Life is too short to stay somewhere and tolerate If you cannot help a person, don't hurt them, especially with women. It's just whole essences that bring out the best in other people. Something that touches other people, and that's what your show does. It doesn't. It's not just conversation as you started. It actually has a purpose. Your new morning show where we'll talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all of the people who have been supportive of the show. Brandon and I have been on vacation. You know, we had a a few, two weeks off, actually, um, in light of my birthday season. So shout out to all the Virgos out there that are celebrating their birthday. Um, Sad to say that this is our last day of uh, Virgo season, it ends, but, you know, we're going to go out with a bang. And, and I want to tell all of you who do not celebrate yourself enough to do so, it is your moment to shine. You know, it, it's pretty tough out here living the life that we live. And when it's your moment to celebrate you and all that you do, don't take it lightly. Encourage others around you to celebrate you as well, whatever that is for you. It could be a vacation. It could be a day off. It could be taking a drive. It could be going out to dinner. But don't take it lightly. You deserve a moment to honor yourself. And, you know, sometimes we, we don't do that enough. And, um, you know, I hear this phrase all the time that says, you know, you want to smell the roses while you are alive? Smell the roses. Live, live a little. So I encourage you to do that. So happy birthday to all of my Virgos out there. Um, Virgo listeners, Virgo nation, all that uh, is over. Libras are like uh, standing at the door, way, um, wanting their way in, wanting to celebrate. So, okay, okay, okay. Uh, I want to also thank these amazing people who are in my life who have sent me messages and uh, sent cards. And for those who participated in the birthday celebrations that I did, which was a night out and then followed up with a brunch, I want to thank you for that. You know, I took some time over the last days to sit back and read the cards and read the messages. And I I got emotional. You know, 
I mean, I just I, I feel so blessed to know some amazing people who said some great things about me that um, I will use to empower me when I have those rough days. Um, so, you know, sometimes we think that the people who empower us don't need empowerment. That is so not true. You know, we are all human. We all have our days. We all have our moments. So the people who are strong, who you see as the strong person, also need support as well. So thank all of you for those messages, those notes of encouragement. I will use and pour those out when I feel that I am running on eat. So I'm thanking you in advance for the days that you will empower me, and you don't even know it. So now I'm telling you that I appreciate you. I love you, and keep the energy of positivity going. I want to encourage you all to do that. Now, I won't be the only one celebrating my birthday um, as the Libras are kicking down the door. Uh, my co-host, who is kicking down the door now to have his moment on air, his birthday season is starting. So I will be passing the torch to him. And as y'all know, he, he knows how to turn up. Keep my foot on his neck. But I want to welcome him to the cafe. My main man, my right-hand man, Brandon B. Good morning, B. How are you? What up, what up, what up? Everything is good. Everything is great. It's been far too long. And um, as far as keeping your foot on my neck, good luck with that. But, you know, whatever. Um, Virgos, you know, we had a great season. My mom is a Virgo. So uh, much love there to all the Virgos. But Scorpio and Libra season is among us now, and it is time to get turned with a capital T. So um, <laughs> I, I will say this much. It, it's been an exciting last couple of uh, weeks, and, and I look forward to the, the, the next upcoming weeks. And just in case, you know, you didn't get a chance to hear it from all of our fans, Soy, happy birthday. We love you. Aww. You know what I'm saying? And, and that, like, love, love somebody. It feels good. Doesn't it feel good to love somebody? Empower us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And don't be afraid to let them love you back. You know, I, um, that is something hard to do. You know that? Um, sometimes we get in a way of receiving love. Uh, we do. And, and I'm going to tell you one group of people that I believe do this the most. Six people. Six people need encouragement. Six people need support. And six people have a hard time allowing people to help them. I, I know that this is true for me um, and, and for some others who may be battling um, some kind of illness. It, it's really difficult. When you're the one doing all the work, when you're so self-sufficient, it's really hard to lay back and let people love and take care of you. But it's necessary it's part of that whole transformation process of getting better. So I'm encouraging all of you who are bad patients, be better patient. Better patient. <laughs> be better patient. But, but listen, guess what? You know, one, although virtual season is ending, let me tell you one season that will continue, and that is the season to recognize lymphoma. September is Lymphoma Awareness Month. Did you know that, Brenton? I did not. Help help me understand a, a little something about lymphoma. What 
I, I know it's a type of cancer or, or some sort of cancer-related illness. So what, what? Help me, help me, help me grasp that. Okay, I'd be happy to do so. So lymphoma is a type of cancer that lives in your blood. It lives in your blood, and as we all know, or have come to learn that. Most of the cancers that we are more familiar with are organ-related cancers like lung cancer, prostate cancer, breast cancer, where it lives in the organs. Um, most people who are battling cancer fear of learning that the cancer has spread it. Well, it travels through your bloodstream. That's how it travels, and that's where lymphoma cancer lives in your blood. So those people who are battling with lymphoma um, have cancer in the blood, and it's over 250 types of lymphoma. Um, it's separated into two categories. There's Hodgkin's and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and so we're going to be talking about both of them. We're going to address Hodgkin's lymphoma today, and a very special person who is in the cafe with us is going to be telling us her story about how she battled with lymphoma and what she has and is doing about it. So before we applaud her and welcome her into the cafe, let me just drop a few notes, a few words, a few lines about this amazing woman. We know oh, her yeah, as Nisi, affectionately known as Nisi. So Robert Nisi Johnson was diagnosed with three, with stage 3B Hodgkin's lymphoma in 2004. And after a number of tests, it was discovered that the cancer had spread it through her lungs, her chest, and then the both of her. She fought hard and completed eight months. Eight months, do you hear me, of chemotherapy. But during this fight, she pleaded and she begged and she prayed and she said, God, if you would have me to live through this and save my life, I promise to be a blessing of and you know what they say, be careful what you ask for. So today we are welcome to the cafe. Nisi, I'm so glad she's here. I'm so glad she survived and she's here to tell her story. And not only that, she's going to tell us about the promise she's made to God and how she's living up to it. So let's welcome to the cafe, Nisi Johnson. Good morning, sweetheart. How are you? Good, good morning, Soy. Good morning, Brandon. I am well, well. I am well. Thank you for having me on the show. Absolutely. Well, we're, 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 we are definitely happy to have you on the show. Um, you have been a light people. Um, so tell us a little bit before we kind of get into your business. And Brandon likes to get into people's <laughs> business. So I hope well, I'm definitely get up in your business. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> ask questions. He's going to say things I would dare not say as a lady. Oh. So just be warned. Okay, just be warm. Oh, uh, okay. I, yeah, so um, tell us a little bit about where you're from. And I am. Uh, I am. I'm sorry. I'm from Detroit. Um, I am a mother of two. I have a 27 year old daughter and a 19 year old son, and I'm a grandmother of one. I um, I work at a publishing company. I've been at the publishing company for over 20 years. 
Um, I love to travel. I love to dance. I love to hang out with my family. If anyone that follows me on Facebook know that I absolutely love my family and um, hang out, hanging out with my close friends, just enjoying life. Now, how did you become aware that you, you had cancer? Um, I was driving home. I'm, not, I'm sorry, not home. I was driving back to work from lunch. And sometime when I drive, I have my hand on my neck. So I noticed a lump um, in my neck on my left side. So I you know, felt around. I didn't feel it any other places. Um, had some other people check uh, to make sure I was actually feeling what that was there. Um, about a week later, um, I got sick while getting my hair done. So the next day, I went to emergency. So I got sick when I was getting my hair done. I actually, um, it felt like I was about to pass out. I got really dizzy, and everything just got dark, like in seconds. So the next day, I went to the emergency room to go to have a scan, you know, because of the dizziness and everything. So I mentioned the knot. So the ER um, doctors, they, you know, took tests and everything, and it came back that they saw a mass in my neck and um, some spots in my back referred me to uh, an oncologist. I went to the oncologist a few days later. Um, after visiting with the doctor, I had a biopsy, came back a few days, two weeks later, that um, I had Hodgkin's lymphoma. Time, um, I, I went to the doctor by myself, actually, and I was devastated just to hear that. And I didn't know what Hodgkin's lymphoma was. I, I knew it, he, it was a form of cancer, but I had never heard of it. Um, so like you mentioned, you know, the ones that I've known about was breast cancer, you know, the lung cancer, those type of cancers, but I did not know what Hodgkin lymphoma was. So I was sitting there, I'm crying. Um, the one thing the doctor said to me um, that at that moment I thought was the craziest thing to say, that if you have cancer, this is the one that you want to have because the survival rate was so high you know, for Hodgkin lymphoma. Um, but at that moment, I wasn't trying to hear that because I was devastated, you know, just the thought and my thought at that moment that I was going to die. I didn't even have a thought that I was going to live. I just knew that I was going to die. So it was really devastating for me. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine that's a scary thing for somebody, you know, so young to hear, you know, mm-hmm. in any in any culture, cancer equals death. Like, that's that's all we know. So, yes. Um, I, Definitely, definitely uh, empathize with you on that one. But I, I do have to have, I mean, I have to ask, right? And, and so it kind of warns you, and you're from Detroit, so I'm not too, you know, I'm not too worried about this. Please don't bust a cap at me. Um, but, Watch out, right. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to Detroit. <laughs> um, but, but no, in all seriousness, let, let me ask you this. What, so... So you got the you got the terrible news, and and some good news. Like if you're gonna have cancer, you know you better have this one. So, mm-hmm. what did you what what is the one thing that you would say? Hello. I think he. I think he means what. What is the one thing that 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 you would say that empowered you to move through and, and to fight? You know, what What was the point for you? What What helped you fight this battle? 
during my chemo, um, I there were some moments that I was depressed. There were some moments. Um, there was one particular moment, if I can um, tell you about that real quickly, is the one time I was sitting and I was um, giving treatment, and all of a sudden I just got um, I got anxious. I started crying. I got nervous, and so I put my hand over my my chest where my port was at, and I started peeling away at the tape that um, that was around my port. And at that moment, I I felt that I I just wanted to give up. At that moment, I was pulling away at the tape to to remove the port from my chest because I was done. I was tired, and I was done. Um, the one thing that I can say that got me through that is my sister. Um, I have a sister that's 11 years younger than me. She um, she told our family that she was pregnant, and my sister is one to say I'm not having any kids, and you know, blah blah blah. So I, at that when she told us that, I'm like, oh my god, like I need to get through this because I was really depressed. I wanted to give up, you know, at that time, and I I know I needed to be here for my kids and you know, and to see my niece and nephew. So when she said that she was pregnant, the fight at that moment, the fight started all over again. Cause I had moments that I wanted to, I was fighting, I was giving up. And at that moment I, I needed to fight to be here for my niece and nephew. And um, that was it. That was in August. And I had two more months, two and a half more months of chemo. And I fought through that. So my treatments, I was ready at that time. Now, Nisa, you mentioned to me that while you were going through chemo, you were working. So it sounded yes. like um, you had a better quality of life than some people uh, who were who were fighting cancer. What um, do you remember anything? I, I know it's been some time ago, and, and thank God that that you were able. I mean, thank God for the advancement of medicine. Let's not take that lightly. Um, although yes. there are a lot of people we lose. Through this mm-hmm. battle, uh, more people are are living and um, through it. They're fighting through it. They're winning, or or, or like me, they're just long. They're just sustaining life and and doing what they have to do. So, what um, the quality of life for you? Sure, I um I have my chemo every other Monday. So the week that I had my chemo, I did not work. I, you know, I had to leave my home, so I was um, staying with my mom, who took care of me that week. So every day after my treatment, I had to go to the hospital to have a shot. So Tuesday through Friday or Tuesday through Saturday, I was going to the hospital to get a shot. So the next week, um, I would work like two or three days out the week. And the purpose of that is just so I, you know, I wouldn't be home and, you know, get depressed and just sitting there with those four walls just closing in, you know, feeling like they're closing in on me. So um, I made arrangements um, at work so I can work, you know, at least a couple of days out the week that I was not going through my treatment. So that helped me as well. You know, some days I was going into work and I had to wear a mask, you know, going into work because of my immune system. But, you know, I got up, you know, get out the house and just continue to feel some type of normalcy, you know, in my life while going through the treatment. Now, was that awkward for you to, to be in the office where, where people are kind of looking at you a certain way or sometimes people don't know, they don't know what to do. And, and, and they see people who are ill or they see you and, and they want to just come up and hug you or 
love on you, and, and, and some don't even want to look at you because they don't know they don't know how to help. So how how did you deal with that? It was very awkward. Um, fortunately, my team, the team that I was on, was very supportive. Um, but, you know, the other employees that, you know, didn't know me very well, it was very awkward, you know, to walk down the hall with a, a mask on my face. You know, it was very, very awkward. But uh, with the support of my manager, who was actually my friend, um, and the rest of my team members, um, you know, it helped me. Uh, get through that. So again, I didn't work the, the entire day all the time. Sometimes I would just be exhausted, but I would, you know, try to push through to get through the entire day. But a lot of times I was just too exhausted or too emotional to, you know, to actually stay at work. Yeah, I, I remember that for me. I, I was emotional all the time, most of the time. Um, I was very ashamed. I was very ashamed and um, to publicly be sick, you know. I didn't want to look at the mirror. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to look my ball head. I was, I, I didn't handle it well at all. And I, I was constantly by my former life. I wanted to do that. I didn't like where I was. I didn't, I didn't, I, didn't, I was like, I don't want to do this. This is not you know, so kudos to you for walking, you know, that as difficult as it was. Um, kudos to you. Thank you. So let's talk about your promise to God because, you know, we all make promises. We like, God, please don't let this. I promise I won't do it no more. I won't smoke no more. I won't drink. I won't cheat no more. If you just get me to it, I won't. Better. So, what did you promise yes. him? Did you yes. I okay. did. I did. I um. I I promised God. I'm and I prayed all the time. You know, I thanked God every time I got through a treatment, and I promised him. I'm like, Lord, if you get me through this, I promise that I will be a blessing to someone else that's dealing with this deadly disease. Um, initially, right after my treatment, um, I actually, probably a few years after I was done, I was searching the net. I saw this story of these uh, women, um, their picture, their story, I saw a calendar. And I was amazed. And the, the stories were about women with breast cancer. And, I, you know, I was like, oh, my God, like, I wish I can do this, you know, something like this. And the calendar was created um, in a different state. So, of course, financially, I was like, oh, well, you know, I, I can't afford that. So a few years later, and that project stayed on my heart for years. A few years later, I got the finances, and I was in between calendar, shoes, boots, you know, just trying to furnish my apartment, calendar. So I went back and forth with that, and I'm like, no, this is on my heart. This is something that, you know, I, I, really, want to, I really want to do. So I, I stepped out on faith story. I had not a clue what I was doing, not a clue. I found a photographer. Someone introduced me to a graphic designer and a printer. I put a post out on Facebook. And 2014, my baby was created, my first calendar. And um, the calendar, it um, includes 12 women that are battling cancer. It's all cancer, so it's not just breast cancer, not just you know, any lymphoma, just it's all can all cancers. 
I put a post out. I got 12 women to participate. I had a photo shoot for the ladies. I had someone come and do their makeup, just a pamper day, you know, for the ladies. So at that time, they can forget about, you know, what they're dealing with. Um, They had a chance to um, meet other women, to fellowship with other women that are battling the same disease, you know, or share the same stories. And um, the calendars became available in 2014, and I was able to um, raise money to donate to two organizations for patient's assistance. So that was my promise to God. If you save my life, I will be a blessing to someone else, and that was the blessing to be able to help someone with their living expenses. So that's what I did. That was in 2014. My second calendar was released in 2015. I took a break um, for two years, and I uh, published one for 2018, which is what's out right now. And I'm currently working on 2019 calendar. Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. And, and for those of you who are listening, next week we are going to continue our show um, in recognizing Lymphoma Awareness Month. This is September. Lymphoma Awareness Month is all month. And next week we're going to be having a couple other lymphoma patients talking about their journey as well. So, Nisi, uh, we only got a few more minutes to wrap up the show, but tell us where we could find the calendar, and I'm, I'm proud to say that I will be participating yes, in the <laughs> opportunity. So tell people where they could find um, the calendar and, and so that they can purchase it. And sure. And, oh, sure. And uh, listeners, like Zoe says, she is uh, September in my next calendar, my 2019 calendar. So thank you so much, Zoe, for participating um, in my project, um, my web, um, the calendars will be um, on sale next Wednesday. Um, is what I just got word next Wednesday on the website. So it'll be, it's www.womentolb.com. So again, it's www.womentolb.com. And, and that's T is in Tom, which is taking back our lives. So T O L B. So it's taking our yes. lives back. So it's T O yes, T O L B. Taking it back, taking out look, just get it back, okay? Get it back. Yes. Get it back. Yes. yes. And that is the reason why I named it that. Taking our lives back is the reason I named that. Because years after I finished my treatment, I lived my life thinking that the cancer was gonna come back. That was my every day, every time I got sick, you know, I thought, I, you know, the cancer was back. So the, that's the reason why I named it Taking Our Lives Back, because I needed to take my life back from cancer. I was no longer going to allow cancer to control my life. So that's where the name came from, Taking Our Lives Back. That is so powerful. That is so powerful. And, and you are definitely doing that. And, and I know that the women who have been a part of this project have been just enriched by what you offer, what you give the support, you know, and, and, and to tell the story so that it helps other people along yes. the way. So thank you yes. so much, Nisa, for being on thank the show. Thank you. Can we exit? I'm, so, I'm sorry, you were breaking up. I didn't hear you. Anything you want to say to our audience before we exit? 
Yes, I do. Um, I really just want to encourage everyone to um, just take care of themselves. You know, listen to your body. You know, go to your doctor. You know, keep your yearly appointments for whatever, you know, whatever it is. You know, go just take care of yourself. You know, there's so much going on out here, you know, as far as, you know, health, you know, whether it's cancer, whether it's heart disease. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.